Howdy, everyone. This is a five-minute crypto update for Monday, May 15th. It's been five days since the last one, so this episode will be a lot, bit longer than usual. Uh, we've got a metrics update, Binance pulling out of Canada, Bitfinex with more Tether T, US inflation, Doquan, Bitcoin halving, Crypto Hopium, and more, more, more. All right, let's get it on. As of this recording, Bitcoin continues its slow downward slide. It's currently at 26,800, down 6% for the week. ETH is at 1788, it's down a little bit less, 5.6% for the week. A few tokens manage some greens, including Lido and Rocket Pool, which are both up 4% for the week. So what's going on in crypto land? Well, first, let's start with a metrics update. According to moneyprinter.info, the top chains by value of daily issuance, so the chains that are issuing the most new coins by their value every day, are Bitcoin at 25 million, Solana at 2 million, and Dogecoin at 1 million. And the top chains by issuance rate, so that is the inflation rate of the tokens, are Solana at 6%, Avalanche at 4%, and Dogecoin at 3.5%. Uh, so you just may want to be careful if you're buying Doge or Solana because the inflation is quite high. Okay, moving on to crypto news. Binance is leaving Canada. They tweeted about it. It could be a worrisome sign for Binance's status in the U.S. According to their Twitter post, we had high hopes for the rest of the Canadian blockchain industry. Unfortunately, new guidance related to stablecoins and investor limits provided to crypto exchanges makes the Canada market no longer tenable for Binance at this time. Okay, next we have a tweet from Bitfinex, who is quite famous for its criticisms of Tether, the USDT stablecoin. Uh, so treat this as a grain of salt. But they shared some of Tether's disclosed holdings, and I just wanted to share a few interesting highlights. Uh, among them, Tether holds $53 billion in U.S. Treasury bills, $7.5 billion in money market funds, $1.5 billion in Bitcoin, which is a bit of a surprise, and $3.4 billion in precious metals. So the IRS, the U.S. Tax Collection Agency, just filed a crazy claim against FTX and Alameda in the total amount of $44 billion. And since the IRS is part of the federal government, they get, and FTX is also a U.S. domiciled entity, they get special rights for their claims, so it could take precedence over real users and investors. Uh, FTX's bankruptcy lawyers have so far found somewhere between 5 to $10 billion in recoverable assets. So if the IRS prevails and they're asking for $44 billion, maybe that number gets chopped down, but it's quite possible that they could take all of the FTX money and leave creditors with nothing. Uncle Sam for the win. U.S. inflation report came out for April. It's fallen to 4.9% compared to 5% in March and 8% the same time last year. However, food inflation is still high at 7.7%. Part of the falling number comes from energy prices having fallen 5%. Though inflation is still declining, it's still well above the Fed's stated mandate of 2% inflation. Next, we have Do Kwan. He's getting a little taste of freedom in Montenegro. His lawyers have negotiated a $436,000 bail. And his former CFO, Han Changjun, who was also arrested alongside Do, was also released on 400000 bail. If you remember, uh, he's alleged to have stolen nearly $100 million of Bitcoin a month before Terra collapsed. So it's possible he used some of that money to pay for the bail. 
Next, I want to highlight a great newsletter showcasing DeFi updates from the Ethereum ecosystem. It's from a few people on the Paradigm research team, and Paradigm is one of, if not the top crypto VC. Uh, so just some notables from that newsletter. Curve has deployed a U.S. dollar stable coin. Synthetix has added nine markets for nine new perp futures, including Sheeb, Curve, and Lido. And the total value locked in DeFi is $47 billion, with Lido dominating at 25%. Paradigm itself also made news recently for buying $50 million worth of Coinbase's stock coin, which is trading currently at $57 with a $13.5 billion market cap. It's up almost 8% in the last six months. And one of Paradigm's co-founders, Fred Ursum, is a Coinbase co-founder. Next, we have a great Twitter thread, 28 tweets explaining the entire history behind Bitcoin's BRC20s and how to mint them. Just sharing some takeaways here, direct quotes. The BRC20 standard was created by Twitter user Domo Data on March 8th, 2023. That's two months ago. BRC20 uses ordinals to write JSON data into Satoshis. It is this JSON data that is used to deploy, mint, and transfer tokens. And in the past few days, the majority of BTC transactions have been BRC20, and Ordinal's transactions are now almost entirely used for these BRC20. Essentially, they're just Bitcoin shitcoins. We've got a great essay from Jesse Myers, aka Creases BTC. Uh, he says, right now, Bitcoin supply inflates by 1.8% every year. In April 2024, that's 11 months away, the fourth halving will happen and suddenly Bitcoin supply inflation will drop to 0.9% per year. This will make Bitcoin a harder asset than gold, whose supply grows 1.5 to 2% every year from global gold mining efforts. He also says, my expectation is that Bitcoin peaks somewhere between 12 and 18 months after the April 2024 halving. This would mean a bull market price peak somewhere between April 2025 and April October 2025. So that's two years from now. In terms of price, my base case is that this price peak will be 4 to 8x higher than the price at the halving. Assuming that price is 30k, that would mean a bull market price peak of 120 to 240k per Bitcoin. Ooh, getting all worked up here. Okay, next, um, I wanted to share an interesting stat from Spencer Noon's newsletter called Our Network. So he highlights a key difference between two leading NFT marketplaces, OpenSea and Blur. So to quote, OpenSea's volume is primarily driven by normal users at 64%, with the top 1% contributing only 24% to the total volume. On the other hand, Blur's volume is led by the top 1% of NFT traders at 69%, with normal users accounting for 18% of total volume. So it's almost like the inverse of each other. OpenSea seems to be much more retail, and Blur is much more big traders, market makers. We have here something from the Crypto Hopium files. Redphone Crypto, who always has these just insane fire tweets and crypto presentations, uh, shared a thread on why he thinks the next bull cycle could be the biggest one of all. A few highlights from those tweets. He says, I expect the next cycle to onboard the biggest group of crypto users we've ever seen. It will be the beginning of the grand migration from Web 2 to Web 3. Trends, crypto, AI, and metaverse are converging to produce something that will catch fire with unholy speed. 
Lastly, just some Amazon news here because they're launching their NFT marketplace. It's supposed to be today, Monday, May 15th. I'm sharing a thread for Moritz on crypto Twitter. And just some takeaways from that thread, Moritz has analyzed all the Amazon news and I wanted to share a few takeaways. So one is that you'll be able to buy NFTs with credit cards and Amazon accounts. Another is that Amazon has partnered with Ethereum projects, AVAX and Chainlink. And compared to Coinbase, Amazon has 20 times more monthly users. Okay, so that's it for today. And all the links are in the show notes. You can follow at 2DGensPod on Twitter and subscribe for more. For our outro clip, we're going to have Jeff Booth talking about how Bitcoin holders will experience growing purchasing power on the Swan Signal podcast. See ya. So what, what's happening in Bitcoin is it's it, what you're experiencing Bitcoin, why, why five years ago it would have cost 100 uh, Bitcoin to buy a house and now it costs... 10 Bitcoin to buy a house. Um, and that'll continue to fall as all prices relative to Bitcoin will fall forever. But most people will measure those prices through whatever currency is being manipulated. And they will, they'll continue to be confused about what's, what's happening. Essentially Bitcoin is repricing that entire debt stack mm. over time, over time, but it's going to take, it's going to take a bunch of time and it's going to be messy along the way with various regions um trying to stop that trying to uh trying to do whatever they can in their local currencies regulation removal of individual rights of freedoms to be able to to stop that but it's unstoppable because you have an open open network uh 